0: the fast lane let's get into it uh he's an informed jockey he's got a really nice book of rides today it's matty cameron g'day matt how are you hey mate good good excellent now you kind of go to the races today which i think's a sneaky good book of rides to be honest and um (laughs) sharp and smart he's a bit of a head scratcher I, i think lots of people want to know what to do with him because we remember what he did this day last year so what have you come up with the more and more you've thought about it how do you reckon he's going to go today
1: yeah, I think it would go well. Like, um, I think at Ellerslie he was kind of just wasn't suited to the track. It obviously was a little bit, little bit of a funny little track as we've all have been talking about. But um, I remember sitting outside him at uh, Ellerslie, and he just didn't look comfortable at all. Um, so, I think he's got a nice enough draw to be a little bit positive, and um, we'll just see how that track plays today. But um, yeah, no, I think he's, he's coming into it nicely.
2: Morning, Matt. Do you think there's any chance to roll forward and? I know this sounds ludicrous, but even sit outside the leader or even lead because I didn't see a lot of speed in the race.
1: No, nah, that's that's the kind of the head scratcher as well, you know, like it's you got those horses that are set in stone and, and do what they do every start. So it's um yeah, I think Campionessa is probably gonna she'll probably be thereabouts, you know, she can jump and put herself handy. I think Opie did that when he won um the race at Counties and then um so, it's, you know, I'll talk to Ro- uh, Roger and Debbie, obviously, during the day and stuff like that, and we'll see how the races are panning out. But, yeah, it's kind of awesome, you know, jump, put himself there, get positive on him, and then give him no excuses, really, and then get stuck into him down the straight.
2: Maiden, the other one of the group ones that I ride, Quintessa, nice light weight at 53 and a half. It's sort of an interesting way to go with her 1600 back to 1400 and look, it's going to be interesting to see how she comes up against the open class horses because i was half surprised she was in the race not not being negative i just didn't think she was probably going to be aimed at a race like this
1: yeah like um obviously got the call a couple weeks ago and um obviously 53 and a half out of Opie's range so i was kind of happy enough to to grab the ride and um, i galloped her on wednesday between races um and she galloped super with um, Tokyo Taiko, and they both gallop really well. And um, yeah, I think the the whole the weight situation is really good, especially against the older horses. But she's got a nice draw, jump, be as positive as possible. And um, obviously, there's a couple of smart ones there coming off some good sprint wins. But um, you know, she's got the fresh legs, she's young, and Tiako obviously know what they're doing when it comes to these big races. So like, I'll take it and I'll I'll, I'll give her every chance. Hopefully.
0: Do you suspect that there there will be more tempo in this race once the, the gates fly? Because, again, like the Herbie Dyke, it's kind of hard to find, especially with the fast horse coming out, if in doubt get out. Um, I, I guess you've got the draw, it doesn't really matter, and, and the weight, that if it is a kind of a sprint and you're close enough to the speed, it will suit you. But once these races jump, do you kind of find when the money's up there is a bit of pace, or it, it honestly is case by case?
1: Yeah, it's like I think you look at the the caliber of riders in the race now it's um you know we're all mindful of who's going to go who's going to lead us up who's going to um do the donkey work and if your horse is good enough to do the donkey work and carry on so it's uh it's the first 50 minutes you jump you kind of look around a little bit and see who's going to go but obviously with that horse coming out this morning it takes away that real you know hot pace and you know a, lot, a few of these horses to. are um a twelve hundred metre horses, so fourteen hundred metres, you know, could be a little query so they could be, you know, a little bit hesitant to do too much work at the start. But, you know, the the good horse, the unbeaten horse he's gonna be thereabouts. He's always seems to draw a bloody gait. So he's always there and getting a nice nice posse But um yeah, I'll be positive. I'll I'll put her in the race. She's got no weight on her back and um, you know, three year olds have been um successful in this race in the past and um, yeah, I think, you know, she's fresh legs. She should be a chance.
0: Hey, Matty, sorry, we're just a bit compressed on time, but uh, to catch a thief, he's going to win a race eventually. I mean, it would be pretty handy for, <laughs> for Richie and the team if it was in a $350,000 race. So um, you would have had a look at the form across this. There's, it's a nice even bunch, but can he get a bit of it potentially?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, like I had a, you know, there was a few other rides floating around and, you know, it was obviously the best maiden, one of the best maideners in the country. So, oh. If it's if it's going to do it, it's actually in a maiden, you know, like kind of on paper it's a maiden race, but um, I hope so. It's got a nice draw, should get a nice trip in behind them. And, um, yeah, I like to think so.
0: One other ride you're excited to have, uh, throw a leg over today?
1: Yeah, I think there's uh, a couple of Cody Cole's horses there. And, you know, like in, in sister, you know, she was good um, at the start of her, her career and she's probably just tailed off a little bit. But um, I'd really like to see her you know, put her hand up and actually do something today. And if she if she turns up, I think she's a winning chance.
0: Okay, there you go. Nice stuff. Matt Cameron, he's been riding well and he's got a good book today. He's riding Quintessa for Mark Walker. Mark's on the line with us this morning. today. Mark. How are you? Mate, Quintessa finds herself uh, back at 1,400 here. And um, how far out did you know that this was the sort of race you were keen for or was it kind of... Once she came through that Levin classic, it made sense for you? Well,
3: once when, when she got a Group 1 on her CV, we were pretty keen to try and add to her value by campaigning in Australia, and we just felt this was the ideal lead-up to the Australian Guineas on March the 2nd.
2: What do you make of it, Mark? Is it a chance that she can jump and stay handy enough and, and be a winning chance today, or would top three be a great result?
3: I think... Top three would be a great result anyway, but I, I still think she's a winning chance. I think the weather could be the major player today. If that if that five or six millimetres arrived, it could change the whole complexion of the whole day, I think.
2: Mate, in race two, you've got a horse who a lot of people are going to put into their multi as their bet of the day type horse, certainly. And look, she's back to 1,200. It, it, it's a radical move because I know you're thinking about Aussie. Do you think with the small field and therefore less concerns about traffic, she's close to a good thing?
3: I think she'll take a power of and We rate her very highly, and if she wins today, she'll be off to Aussie as well.
2: Okay. What happened in the Levin Classic? Did she just get on the wrong leg, or did she get a bit lost around Trentham? Because she went a little bit AWOL, but, man, the last 200 was good.
3: Yeah, she, she was coming into it, and she just got... Uh, a bad bump at the top of the straight and she just sort of lost her balance and Warren said if he rec- corrected her and brought her back in he would have lost more ground anyway so just let her drift out. That was his explanation. So um, it, it was a good run and arguably if she on not go she wins, doesn't she, that day. So uh, she's a she's good filly.
0: Yeah, she was flying. Hey, you referenced the weather, and I suppose that's probably um, front of mind for Campionessa. Um, she didn't look overly comfortable. It was, I thought we'd just throw it out, the Trentham job. but um, And here from Barrier 8, Opie could probably slide across and get close enough. I, I mean, I thought she was a fair each-way go, but is the weather the query for you?
3: I think it would be the query for a lot of horses on the day. Uh, just got to hope that it doesn't arrive to... You know, 5, five six o'clock. But if it does arrive, I think it will have an impact because T-Rapa's had a lot of race meetings on it and Bart Cowan and his team have done an amazing job to keep that track in one piece for so long. So I just hope the rain doesn't arrive.
0: Is she? Is she? If the weather didn't arrive, is she back to kind of where she was when she was picket fencing um, before Trentham? You know, is she a, a happy and as peak of a horse you can get her for today? Is she a, a chance to knock Le, Legato off?
3: Oh, we've got great respect for Legato, but she's got a great record at Tirata Campinesa and uh, she's got a great record at two thousand. So uh, she'll be right in the mix. That's for sure. As long as that rain didn't arrive.
2: Mark, what do you make of inspired by art? Because to me, she looked a two thousand meter horse, maybe a twenty four hundred meter horse. The way she found the line, winning her maiden last time.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, if it was a handicap, we have fifty kilos, and the number one horse would have sixty. So, she is out of out of it in handicap, but it's three year old set weight racing, and there are only three ones. So. You, Black type for breeders and owners. It just adds significant value, so that's why we're there.
2: Would she go on to the Oaks uh, if, if she goes well today?
3: If she went well, she'd go to the Lowland and then the Oaks.
2: Yes. Okay, mate. Have you got anything in there at Rickerton today? No, I know you got horses in there down there today. He's got, so a, he's
0: got like a dollar two chance. Yeah, I thought.
2: So what's your best chance <laughs> at Rickerton today? We'll, we'll restructure that. <laughs> uh, well, obviously the
3: two holders, it's a it's dollar twenty or a dollar ten or something. So. Uh, apart from that, it's pretty even sort of fields. But I thought a horse that's had no luck of late who could be at really good each-way value would be Mila Fiore. I, I thought she'd, she's a chance with a soft draw uh, to, to get good odds and uh, for the punters.
2: Just before yeah. we let you go, Mark... Um... <laughs> I wasn't too worried about Imperatures the other day. No hood on and she's at home and I thought it was okay, but were are sort of surprised by how many people were concerned by Imperatures it's true?
0: Oh, Aussies. Australians. Just, it's, just, it's just the Australians, isn't it, Mark?
3: Oh, for, for a start, she's never had a hood on in her life. Uh, she's never worn blinkers in her life, so I just think it was just a, just home track. Uh, I head over to Melbourne tomorrow and she's going to gallop at Moonee Valley on Monday morning, so uh, I'll know a lot more then, but her first trial, this prep at Mornington was sensational, so I don't think we can read too much into
2: it. Okay, so she races next Saturday, is that right? Correct. Okay. Mm. Uh, so uh, very so exciting. Just, just just on that front, would Opie go across the ride here? Because obviously Opie has a lot of other obligations here, there, and everywhere. Was he predominantly going to be her rider this autumn?
3: Uh, yeah, it'd take a lot to get him off. Okay. Mainly <laughs> a suspension, I'd say.
0: <laughs> Fair enough Thanks Mark Good luck today mate Cheers Okay cheers
2: Bye yeah, that's Good information there yeah, Interesting to see where Because okay, what's on next week It's Oh it's Avernale Cup Day Okay cool So OP would be in Aussie
0: He Yeah he's going across He was He did mention that there was one That he couldn't get across Maybe it was um, Skew Whiff is going to go Into one of those races at the valley, isn't she? It was, uh, it know, it
2: was interesting because I was listening to Racing.com the other day and the boys were saying about her not having the hood on. I thought, oh, I don't think she raced at a hood. I didn't sort of think much of it and kept on trucking. And I heard about three different people say it. And Mark just mentioned Then you know, Now I think about Imperial's head. I've never seen Blinkers on it. So that was a no, weird conversation. I hadn't given it a great deal of thought because she might have had them as a three-year-old or even last season. But um, that was I the that was, was, that was ex- excuse being offered the other day.
0: Yeah, I just was so unfazed by it. I just thought it was Australians just getting bored and wanting something to talk about as they come into. It was early in the morning. (laughs) We've got Ashley Harrington on the show for the first time. Of course, trains in partnership with uh, her old man. And, And Ashley has got a nice team at the races today. G'day, Ashley. How are you?
4: Hello. How are you?
0: Yeah, super. And, and I thought, as I was doing the Rickerton form during the week, I thought, oh, look, actually, here's a horse that I wouldn't mind to back, Spartan. And there's someone I haven't spoken to before, Ashley Arrington. So we'll get you on the show and ask you how Spartan's placed today.
4: Um, he's very well. He's come through his last run um, exceptionally well, considering there was a false start in his race. Um, but he's come through well, and we thought with our plans that we've got for him, um, we'll have a go at this open race.
0: He he seems pretty smart, and yes, he is out of his grade a little bit, um, but he seems like the sort of horse that might be progressive enough to kind of, you'd hope, be in the finish of this. And and what sort of targets do you have in mind for him?
4: Um, Our targets at this stage are heading to Wellington in the middle of March for the Lightning Stakes. Um, All going well, obviously, and we thought, have a go at the open race and see if he's up to that level.
0: Okay, so would you need to see him going really good today to keep those plans on track? And, and I guess if you, uh, you've you got plans for him, if you're giving us a percentage out of 100, how knuckled down is he today? How screwed down is he?
4: Uh, he's pretty screwed down today, but he is um, a really hard horse to train as he is so, so lazy in track work. He's, track he's got to carry <laughs> his and really make him do his job.
0: Okay, so Actually, we'll, look, we've you've
2: got a few a few more in today. Um a couple of the long odds. How many horses are you guys training?
4: Uh we're just training about 8 or 9 at the moment. Um there's always room for more obviously.
2: So basically you're saying anybody listening to this in the North Island who has a horse they want to send to the South Island you'll take it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, a horse who was at that mine today, and a horse who I've, I've followed a little bit in the past is it's the vibe. Now I was talking to your old man, and he said to me he thinks it's a pretty good horse. This is a while ago, and it's been a bit up and down since then. Um, any chance in the the last? Is it the last today? Is any change in the last today? Because I thought it wasn't the strongest field.
4: No, we actually really like this horse. Um, he has a few quirks about him. Uh, obviously, if he starts to go at Kura, he did jump out and bark. Um, but once you you get to know him, and Diego, who's on him, who knows him really, really well, rides in track work every day. Um, he knows how to handle him, and so they sort of just they jowl together, and and hopefully he gets a good run today.
0: Now you've got the aptly named Toozy in. How many two-year-olds would you train? And the embellishers have been going super. You take on a hot pot today, but there's only... And when I say a hot pot, we're talking about the allegedly the good thing of all good things because it was, actually touched a dollar uh, the Te runner. But there's only four horses in this race. So you're a massive chance to run a place with Tuzi and, and that'd be pretty cool to be taking a uh, first-started two-year-old to the races.
4: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We don't generally have too many two-year-olds, but when the two-year-old race is at your doorstep and um there's not many for it so we thought Mars as well goes there instead of going to a trial he's going to learn more today than he's going to learn going to the jump outs for the trials and he could um earn a dollar
0: okay and is he progressive do you think he, he might be uh, turn into a nice stable rep in the future
4: uh, i think he's going to make a nice three-year-old he's got big long legs um he might get a little bit of run off his feet uh over a thousand meters but hey you never know um He's he's improved every time he's gone out in and galloped, and we really like him. We think he's a good horse for the future.
0: And, Ashley, of the kind of five or six you're taking to the races today, there are a few going around at big odds. For us, um, the Mark Claydens of the world that don't mind having a, a gold coin on something at big odds, do you think there's something that's actually been sneaky, working better that, that, that the punt, the bookies might have missed?
4: Look, I actually don't mind Roy Chalker in the last. Her, her last run wasn't... It didn't... Um, it probably... She was three wide the truth and she did keep battling on. And I think uh, with a better sport today, um, Sam went on, in the jockey. Um, she knows the horse, so I think like, she could sneak in there. Okay,
0: that's good to have in our numbers in the last, Mick. Uh, Royce Rocker, there you go. Thank you, Ashley. Nice to speak.
4: No worries. Thank you.